Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a very exciting episode of Stable of Studs Wrestling Podcast, the WrestleMania whoa, whoa, whoa. edition. I am indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. Alongside me are the co-hosts. Looking me straight in the face is Jimothy James Dean. How are you doing today, sir? Sup, sup, sup. I'm doing uh, good, man. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, Tanner Treadway's on the line. Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. Awesome. Hey, that's that's better than this morning. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> and of course, we have Adam fucking Danger on the line. Hello, Laverne. <laughs> Guys, I don't know about y'all, but I am thoroughly entertained. It was not a shit show as I thought it was going to. I mean, that, that people thought it was going to be. Um, I did. I mean, it didn't meet high expectations. Not necessarily. But they did do something different that was, to me, mediocrely successful. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I think um, I think they made they made chicken salad out of chicken shit uh, of the situation for for you know this pandemic global pandemic that we have going on. Uh, we're obviously going to break down the matches, but without getting into details as far as matches, let's go around the table and just say what you thought about it personally. Uh, Tanner, we'll start off with you, bud. Uh, day one, for the most part, was no fun. Day two, for the most part, was lots of fun. Gotcha. Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll uh, I'll parrot that. I thought the first night was fine. Like it was. There's some nice spots, and then I was kind of uh, towards the end. I was like, okay, this is different. But I really feel like today was a lot more fun. I thought it was a well-paced show. I don't know if they, like, learned a lesson in 24 hours or it's just, you know, one card was decidedly better than the other. Uh, but all in all, you know, hey, I'm I'm satisfied. This was I, – I enjoyed it. Jimothy. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody who watched it uh, with even half a brain would agree with the sentiment that the first night was definitely a lot less even than the second night. Um, Saturday's show seemed kind of, no, I wouldn't even say messy, just kind of mediocre. Um, it, I think it progressively got better towards the end of the night, but I think today was far more successful from the start of the, the night, uh, from the beginning matches on the card all the way to the end. And I think they took some crazy chances and really did something unique and i think at the end of the day while it, it may not be the best wrestlemania it's definitely one of the most memorable absolutely uh i'm not sure if they uh watched all the matches back prior to like uploading it to the network um but i mean they knew that day one was not as great um there was definitely nuggets uh definitely nuggets of like hey that was really fun to watch or like a match that i would go back and you know, if I'm bored, I was like, hey, you know what? Let's rewatch this and see how it goes. Uh, but today was, you know, for the most part, 90 percent really fun to watch. Um, and then yeah, I guess we'll go we'll get into the matches um, as far as for day one. Did you send something important, Tanner, or is it just fucking fucking around? Uh, it's a funny thing, but we'll cover oh. it later on. Man, you are the king of fortune. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing either. I, I, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, you're hanging out on 4chan, so... Anyway, uh, Adam Danger, you do have the lineup for day one? Uh, well, I just kind of have a, a hodgepodge. I have all the, the matches here. Uh, we can just kind of run through them. They're going to be a mixture of uh, day one and day two. 
but uh, well, let's uh, see. I mean, I can get that pulled up really quick. So, um, uh, let's see. Yeah. So we had. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 day one. It started off with. Listen. Cross versus the Kabuki yeah, Warriors. Yeah, the Kabuki Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, capturing the, uh, the the tag team championship match. Um, belt straps, whatever you want to call. Them. Uh, but yeah, um, it was all right. You know, it was what it was. To me, that was probably one of the best matches uh, on there. Um, which is wonder why. You know, the what? I said I wonder why. Well, no. All, you, you oh know, no. Okay. Kabuki Warriors actually, you know, they're good workers. Straight up, they're good workers, and I think they they, they told a good story. Um, I'll leave it with that. Um, anyone else have thoughts on that match? I think, I think one of the things that suffered a little bit was that, like, there was action all over the ring, and then you had maybe two cameramen. So sometimes I felt like I was missing something, like if you were trying mm-hmm. to cut to, like, uh, you know, if um, Nikki Cross was doing some really cool stuff near the, the announce table, but the camera was on the other end of the ring. I felt like it was kind of messy just because it was kind of all over the place. And they said, like, oh, Nikki Cross is having a hell of a match. And I was like, I didn't see it, right? Like, I, I, I kind of missed it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was the one thing, and I anticipated kind of going into knowing it was going to be recorded matches, is that because they have to do coverage for edits, um, a lot of the stuff was going to be um, like the they couldn't keep the cameraman as as uh, as visible, or they they wanted to keep him off screen as much as possible, so it was a little bit easier to do those cuts and you know and keep your mind off of the idea that they were going to edit those matches. And I do think that match specifically, I agree with Adam felt like there was some missed spots there or some missed, missed something. Um, but I thought, I think it was the most, I thought it was the most obvious call of the whole night as far as who was going over. Um, it was nice that instead of it just being the Alexa Bliss show, that they made a point of saying that Nikki Cross had a good match. That was my, my biggest takeaway. Um, if anything though, I hope this splits back. Auska, did I say Auska? I'm, I'm reading the, her spelling. Oh, like, I hope this. I hope this just means Oscar gets another singles push, um, and then Kyrie Sane goes back to NXT or something. But um, but yeah, I thought. I mean, overall, it was a decent match. I won't. I don't. You know, I'll never think about it again. But it was a decent match. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, I think it was either Daniel Bryan, the Kofi Kingston, or the Kevin Owens match. That was or Elias. Uh, we had we had Corbin and Elias, I think. Came Corbin Elias. Not not a WrestleMania match. No, that shit felt like a episode of SmackDown. Yeah, very much so. Or main and event. It's not a knock to them. I think they they both can work. Um, I think they're very audience driven characters, and so it just may have fell short for for not having an audience. Well, it uh, didn't make any sense that like Corbin was like, okay, I don't have an opponent, and then the big reveal was that Elias was okay enough to fight. But again, if you don't have an audience, what's why do a big reveal like that? Like, yeah. yeah. If you don't have an audience, yeah. If you don't have a, uh, a opponent, what? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, if you don't have an opponent, why come out to the ring in your fucking gear? Uh. So yeah, I mean it was okay, but we could we could have done without it. Yeah, and then um, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. Uh, it was good. Very good. Solid, solid match. That was fun. It re- really was fun. So Hopefully. glad. So glad. Who called Brian on that one? I think we all did, didn't we? Not me. I did not. I said Sam. I had Sam and Zane. Okay, everyone had Zane. All right, good deal. 
I think didn't. Oh, whatever. I thought we all had Brian on that one. Oh, no, uh, I, um. So then you had Brian. I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember. You were the but, only uh, one. All right. Yeah, you were the only one. Noted. But yeah, it was cool. I liked it. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy with the ending. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Sami Zayn's going to do great things. I just, I really wish for an El Generico, just one run in. Just one. Just one. Just one. You know, one and done. Be great. Give us what we, one little nod to that. Um, and then Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. What that the sucks. fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, seriously, what in the fuck were they thinking? That match was the, honestly like, and I'm not even saying this because, again, I'm a big Shayna fan and I do not like Becky Lynch. Like, it was just a bad match. It was like it was sloppy and, yeah, it was. Weirdly like, booked. Yeah. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, why was it so quick? Like, if you could have taken out Corbin and Elias, like, give give uh, Shayna and Becky another six, seven, eight minutes to go. Because, like, then yeah. the it would mean something. Like, the win would have mean something. Also, now, what the feels fuck like was like that back. about? They, they did the whole tease where they're like, oh, maybe Elias isn't going to make it. Maybe somebody's going to replace him. Uh, no, here's Elias. There they go. They yeah. have the match. Yeah. The one, thing too, the one thing, too, about the Becky-Shayna ending is that that's how Shayna lost her first match, that exact same scenario with, you know, using the roll-up. Like, to use it again felt cheap, so whatever. Stupid. I even That's just a nitpick, but yeah, yeah I agree, though. Yeah, uh, and then after that we had Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, which sleeper. I, you know, what? It, not, not really. And like a sleeper, as in like, like it was a good match. Like the people slept on it, or it was just a go to sleep match. I was sleeping. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it, the way it ended. I think you know, Kevin Kevin Owens doing a high risk maneuver on the top. That was fun. Was yeah, it was good. I, for someone who is so famous for talking as much as Kevin Owens is, I expected him to talk so much more in a match where we have no other audio. And mm-hmm. he just kind of didn't. Yeah. Like, it was uh, weird for Kevin to be so well, talkative. Well, yeah I, yeah, I think they were trying to eliminate that for this particular WrestleMania, given what it is, you know, and given that, you 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 know, people were going to be more audible as far as, you know, calling a spot, you know, um, but even like trash talking, uh, I, 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 regardless if he was talking or not, you know, I still think it was a good match. I like the way how, like, you know, Seth, you know, appeared to be that chicken shit heel and try to get the easy way out of it. And then just to come back and do that, do the fucking next, you know, uh, do a no DQ match. I think it was beautiful. I, 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 I mean, I know I had Kevin Owens uh, losing on that one, um, you know, but I'm really Really glad. You know, it was, to me, it was still a good story, regardless. Yeah, I think it was I a, a it. match of, like, two halves. Like, I feel like once we got to the hardcore or no disqualification, I thought business picked up, and I liked that a lot more. Whereas, like, the first part was okay. Like, it was okay wrestling. And then the second part, I thought, oh, okay, this is cool. They got – they turned it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, I really liked it. I liked it start to finish. And I, I, I thought the, the big WrestleMania spot off of the sign was cool. I enjoyed it. I think I think that um, the whole, like, you can't win that way. Come back and win like a real man. Like, that works when you have a crowd and the heel feels pressured because the heel is susceptible to peer pressure. But, like, 
I, I just I don't get it in this scenario. Like like Seth has Seth has just won, and then he's like Kevin Owens is like no come back, and then he's like well, okay. Seth has lost. Seth has lost, but no he won. No Seth lost because he got Seth, disqualified. He yeah. perfectly disqualified by hitting him with the bell. But he beat him up, and then he keeps the title. Did he have a title? No, he um, didn't have a title. You and Tori said the same then thing. It, like, then it oh, doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who wins. doesn't matter who loses. Why come back? Look, all that matters at the end of the day is Kevin Owens, um, uh, you know, he, he did the big elbow drop. It was a big, uh, big WrestleMania moment. Who gives a shit? Let's, let's move on. Yeah, still enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I see where you're coming from, Tanner. Uh, I think you bring a good point. Uh, we're obviously going to save the last two matches for the end uh, of the show, um, which is Taker and AJ and then, you know, Braun and Goldberg. Um, but let's move on to day two. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about all those main event matches uh, once we're done there. Uh, it opened up. What did it open up with? I think uh, Otis and Otis and Ziggler? No, no, there was a championship match. Charlotte, there was, Charlotte uh, and Ripley. Yeah. Charlotte and Ripley. Uh, NXT yeah, which, Women's Championship. That wasn't the opening, right? It was. Um, yeah, it was. Was it the, was the opener? opener? Yes. Yeah. I thought there was a match before it. Well, Natty and Liv were in the pre-show. That doesn't count. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. I, I had said like before the podcast, I thought it was one of the best matches of the whole two nights. Uh, I thought I thought Charlotte uh, was in prime Charlotte form, working the leg, pretty vicious back and forth match. Um, uh. There was actually a couple really like like spots where I kind of winced because it looked pretty painful. Um, you got two alpha females doing their thing. I enjoyed it. Classic, like a very classic work at work a you know work a limb, work a spot, you know, uh, some work to the submission finish. I liked it. No complaints. It wasn't reinventing the wheel, but I thought it was a really fun, solid match. I think Absolutely. what also uh, I agree with James too is that it set the tone. I think it set the tone for the rest of the card. Like. You saw just solid wrestling throughout in some spots that I think surprised us, but uh, but you know it was it wasn't anything. Uh, it didn't get out of its lane too much. Uh, the show, the card as it was, so that kind of set the tone. Like boom, here's some awesome hard hitting action. Then Charlotte goes over with the figure eight, and that was I think um, yeah, that was great. And now now Charlotte has an NXT Championship. Now she can go. To NXT, she could go to SmackDown, you know, and actually call. I mean, I think it's gonna do. Uh, it's gonna stir up some shit, and I, I'm really excited about those stories that are about to be told with the women's division. Because um, to me, hands down, and I think I think everyone agrees, NXT has is has the best women's division of all wrestling today. Um, what that means, what that means going forward for the future, as far as you know, in this this current situation that we're living in, I don't know. I don't know if everything's gonna be put on hold. Um, which might, you know, which might, you know, Charlotte might lose some steam for it, but I still think it's going to be a very, very interesting brand new mix, uh, of things to come, uh, with the, the, the NXT women's division, at least. So what do we see with, uh, what do we see with Rhea Ripley now? Does she just go back to NXT and just kind of build herself back up or? Yeah, why not? Mm, I No, I if thought... anything, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I. She, to me, on NXT has always seemed a bit out of place, and I think it's because she's a big arena talent. Yeah. I think that she needs to be on Raw or SmackDown or 
if she's going to stay on NXT. And I know that NXT is going to be touring when when this whole shit, uh, you know, fucking ends. Um, NXT needs to be booking those big arenas uh, because she's big arena talent. So I, I hope that she doesn't go back to full sail and just fucking diddle around because she, yeah, she's she's a bigger talent than that. Yeah, I can honestly see her being the Brock Lesnar of NXT, where um, she's not on TV all the time. Every time she appears, it's a big match thing. Um, but I honestly I like think that. what I would think that that's that's Baszler's job, dude. Baszler talks too much. And Baszler's like a week. She's been a week, like almost like a pretty much a weekly show up. And she doesn't have the I mean, I that's no I'm not saying anything remotely criticizing Shayna Baszler, but she still she doesn't have the 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 um, the name, the they the name value that Charlotte Flair has. Now, honestly, if I think what's going to happen is she's going to go back to she will show up on NXT for maybe two weeks, uh, have like, you know, two, maybe two, maybe two months. Maybe a quick few with Rhea Ripley to, for Rhea Ripley to get the, the title back. But, I, I mean, I don't see her staying. I don't see her being, like, a full sale, you know. I, I don't. I just don't see it. her being, like. Not like Finn? Know. Yeah, exactly. Not, she's not a Johnny Gargano. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, so that was that one. And then I think the next one was Otis and Ziggler. Uh, fun match. Uh, either that or Aleister Black. Was it Aleister Black and... It was Aleister Black next. Oh. Yeah, uh, Aleister Black yeah. and... Uh, uh, man, Bobby Lashley. It's like... I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand, like, you, you had to put something together. But why not just give people more time, you know, on, on some matches or something? I would have said that about the Baron Corbin one. This Lashley and Aleister, I really liked it. Like, I thought, like, wow, this is pretty good. Uh, you had Lashley just doing a lot of power moves and power slams, like what he's used to, and, and cool suplexes. And then Alistair's the one that has to kind of outthink him and get crafty and do all kinds yeah, of flips and kicks and stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. No, no, good match. Hands down, good match, but it doesn't do anything for anybody. Actually, yeah. I disagree with that. I actually completely disagree with that. For two, th- Actually, I think of just something. So first off, um, you get Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Bobby, Bobby Lashley yeah. looking dominant again, looking physical, looking strong, basically manhandling a dude that has been almost undefeated. Um, so you have Bobby Lashley looking like a beast. Uh, you have Alistair Black getting his first, you know, big solo win on, uh, on in WrestleMania, keeping his form, his form of momentum, also protecting his finisher. But also, uh, you're progressing the storyline between Bobby Lashley and uh, Lana. Only reason he lost is because Lana basically stepped in and told him to do, you know, his his spear move and which ended up costing him the match. So now you're creating friction. I don't and I haven't watched fucking TV in two weeks, so I don't know if they've already been pushing that heat between Lana and and Bobby Lashley. But now you have that. So, like, he can be like, hey, what? You know, I I had this match, you know, under wraps and then you had to fucking go and put your two cents in and then it costing me the match. So you have that whole thing going. So did it need to be in WrestleMania? No, but I enjoyed it. And I felt like it had a spot and uh, I'm just happy to see Aleister Black. And it wasn't uh, long. It wasn't exactly. like if it was like 10 or 15 minutes, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is way too long. Like it doesn't suffer the sin of being a long match. It was what, six, seven minutes and in all kind of all action. Right. And very crisp. So I was like, cool. And then again, I think again, this was had a good rhythm to it. So you had an awesome, badass Charlotte, 
and Rhea Ripley match, and then a little cool off, a five, six minute cool off with Lashley and uh, Alistair, then you keep building back up to a bigger match after that. Sounds yeah, right. good point. Good point. Um, yeah, then moving on to Otis and Ziggler. Uh, great story. Um, I, 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 do we know who's still behind that fucking Mustafa. hacker? It's, it's Mustafa. Yeah. Mustafa. Was it revealed? Stop. It's though? not Mustafa. It's Mustafa. Well, no, he hasn't, like, taken off his hood or whatever. I just, I was laughing at the, like, what was it, green screen of the computers, like, I think I talked about it last podcast. But yeah, like, yeah. He, he's not actually in front of any computers. He's just standing in front of a green screen, just like looking at a green screen. Well, here's my question. Um, uh, what if it's Solomon Crow? What if Solomon Crow's come back? Shut uh, up. Shut up. No. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were trying to do. I mean, I know it's it's Ollie, but I'm saying it should I remember, be so terrible. Like, do you guys remember GTV? And it was supposed to be like Goldust's big comeback, and he was just catching like um, – yeah. He was catching, like, the bathroom, and it had, like, Big Show and Val Venus taking a whiz. And then Val Venus turns to him and goes, so they call you the Big Show, huh? And then, like, Show just, like, clocks him right in the head at the urinal. <laughs> and then they never no? did anything with it. Like, they never... Yeah, you remember that, yeah. Where do you go from a urinal gimmick, though? Well, it was just, like, he, he was, like, a peeping Tom. Like, he was getting all this, like, CC uh, uh, closed-circuit camera, but not like Ali. Like, where Ali was so... like, look, I got this video and stuff. So are they going to have a Peeping Tom match? Like, you're right. Where uh, do they go from I think that? he was just, well, it was the same concept of, like, shit disturber. Like, he was just catching people doing things and then, like, oh, he, can you believe it? Who's this G, Who's this GTV? But then I don't, I think Dustin went back to WCW. So then it was just, like, it was forgotten. So yeah, anyway. That's a good thing. <laughs> we had Otis and your weekly WCW remembrance with Adam Danger. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll say this for real. Uh, it was a it was a bad match. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it it wasn't a yeah, great match. Ziggler wasn't it? Yeah, that's why. Um, fucking give me a break. But anyways, um, it was just wasn't a good match. But uh, you know, people got their little happy ending. But uh, I'm with JBL. That shit is creepy. I don't want to see that. I want to see uh. Ugh. First off, I, I always feel bad when any female wrestler is reduced to a love gimmick role. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. I don't know. It doesn't put Mandy over. It's, I don't know. It whatever. doesn't put Fuck Otis that. over. It does because it makes him – he gets the hot chick and he's like the funny fat guy who does the – war. I mean, he's probably more over now than he's ever been. But... So you're saying this All became right, the so... king of queens or something? What's up? You're saying this became the king of queens now? It's been the King of Queens. All right, if we're talking about King of Queens, King of Queens wasn't fucking over. King of Queens was always a shit show. No, it was a huge shit. It was terrible. I mean, it, was cre- it was creatively bankrupt, but it was a huge show. But anyways, look, here's all I'm saying is I hope now – I hope Otis runs undefeated WrestleMania. I hope he's a 30-year 30, 30 streak. He goes undefeated with his belly slaps. and his, I like Otis. I'm just saying. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Would you get – would you like Otis last if he got fucking ripped? No, yes. I, I, yeah, I would I like him less? Yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too short. If he was short and ripped, he'd look like fucking Chris Benoit. He'd look weird. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. Uh, uh, oh, protect Manny at all costs. Oh, okay. If if he looked, if he, if he turned <laughs> out like Eddie Hall or somebody like that, I'd be down. That would be great. I mean, he's anyway. not so- He's hey, let me, let me ask you a question. 
James, did you did you enjoy Hogan versus Warrior? The match? Yes. No, n- neither of their matches did I enjoy. Incorrect. I told you, you love WrestleMania. Upsetting, it was the most upsetting moment of my young life. Was, was watching that piece of shit or? Ultimate Warrior beat my hero Hulk Hogan. Oh, okay, it's because you marked out. That's why you didn't like it. Out okay. Yeah, but okay. So I'm not saying by any means Otis and Ziggler are fucking in Warrior. I'm not. I'll, I'll, but I'm talking about the match. The match. I'm not saying they they they're the most you know top tier wrestlers. I mean, even though Ziggler can give a, you know a run for a run for anybody's money uh in the ring there. Um, but I thought it was enjoyable. I thought, you know, for what no, it, it was, was. No, it was fine. I'm just saying it's fine. I'm I'm glad, you know, like I, you know, I want to see Tucker or uh uh, uh I, okay. I do want to see Tucker win. Poor guy, but I want to okay. see Otis get his little moment stuff. And like I said, he's fun for the kids. I I don't have a problem. I'm just saying it's he's creepy. He's fun for me. He's fun. He's, he's a good. He's a, he's a fun little guy. Yeah. He's a fun guy. The funny right, thing is, what can I just say? What I actually would have really loved them being fully serious, I would have loved to have seen a shoot wrestle match between those two dudes. Because those yeah. two dudes are both NCAA fucking champions. They're both legit shooter badasses. I mean, you know, they would never okay. wrestle because they're outweighed. No, anyway. because Otis would just literally smother him to really? death. For real. Anyways, but it was a fun little match. I'm glad you guys liked it. All right, so Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Street Profits... Yeah. Remain no, the champion. I, I liked it. There was some Damn. high flying like uh, there was some high flying moves there, so it's pretty good. It's very great. Uh, everybody on that match is great. It should have been on Russell. It had no point. For yeah. someone who, for someone who's unfamiliar with Austin Theory, I have no memory of Austin Theory after watching that match. Yeah, nor would you. I mean, uh, I mean, it's incredible. His story. His his first WrestleMania match. He said. Four matches on NXT. He's had a WrestleMania moment, and he's like 21. Like, dude's it's crazy. His story is crazy, but it the match didn't need to. It what a forgettable. It had no heat. It had no storyline. I don't remember no anything. Way, there were two dudes thrown together at the last minute to even wrestle. It was stupid. I mean, Angel Garza had some badass moon salts, and then uh, he always does it, though. That is nice to see. But let me add, okay real quick because I'm okay. So the match was whatever, but then why did Bianca Belair come out and inter- I mean, Bianca Belair uh, is because is, Zelina kicked her husband in the face. But so yeah, she I had guess. to come defend her man because that's what WWE does. Stand by your man. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, it was. But I'm always happy to see Bianca Belair. But it was just like kind of whatever. Anyways, yeah. But I was very confused, and then they're like, "Oh, it's her husband," and I was like, "Oh, right, yeah, I guess." Exactly. Actual match quality, I give it a C plus, B minus. Uh, it was actually a good. I mean, they're all good workers, but forgettable and unnecessary. So. But also a bathroom match. Like it's kind of nice to have those bathroom popcorn. No. No, stop, stop saying it like that. It's not nice to have matches that you can forget about. It's nice to have great matches all the time, forever. That's what I want. Moving on. Moving the fuck on. Moving on. What's next? All right, we got Edge and Randy Orton. Holy Great. shit! Great. This loved match it. going a little bit too long. No, I loved it. Loved every second. I didn't. I like I like the storytelling, but it, it was it. I think it just went on a tad tad bit too long. Uh, you know, I'm like gonna be. 
I'm gonna say I didn't I didn't super care for it. I honestly felt of all the last man standing matches I've ever seen, which I'm I've it's so hard to pull that off right. I think the only one I ever thought was I mean, it, it's just a hard it's a hard match to pull off. I thought it was I thought it did drag on a little bit, and I thought a lot of the spots felt kind of hokey and dumb. I thought the whole thing when Edge was like swinging yes. to like chair was oh, like I thought that was kinda cool. The uh, fuck is- I mean like he, he just, just like, like teamed him. Like he teamed. He did. It, it was like he couldn't get the momentum going, and you know. But I mean, for what it was, whatever. I'm happy Edge had a, you know, you know. And I like the end. I thought the cool when Edge went like too far, you know, when he just like don't you don't count. I'm gonna fucking hit him in the head. I was like whatever, that's fine. Yeah, in fact, I'm sure like yeah, but it, it was whatever. But uh, yeah, I I give it a C. No, I I liked it. One thing I I kept looking at was like. These guys are obviously long in the tooth, but that cardio, like they're conditioned to keep doing it, to keep going. Like I was kind of like, even my lungs were were exploding at that point. Well, I know it was taped, but they didn't really like just stop and like take a 30 minute break and then just like go back to the action. Uh, If they did, it was it would have been some some strange editing. Uh, You mean mean like Taker and uh, AJ? Well, it wasn't Uh, like that. It wasn't that. It could have. How do you know? No, I thought I thought they were good. I thought uh, it reminded me of those like Terry Funk matches in WCW where he would be doing just like crazy hardcore stuff in the back and it would go for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, I, I thought it was fine. It was good. Once they got to the, the pickup truck, I was like, OK, I'm done. And then I started looking at something else and then the match ended. See, I, I loved it. I, I loved when they got to the truck and, and they fucking the, the, they bent the bed of the truck in and everything. And then they got on top of the truck that was next to the truck, and they just escalated trucks. That truck, truck, truck. Truck on a truck on a truck. I loved it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thank you, so anyway, Uh Yeah, it, 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 it was what it was. The, the storyline has closure. It, it's good. I'm happy with it. You know, B minus at that. Um. Now let's get into it, boys. One of the last four matches. Quiet's going to take up the last 30 minutes of the show. Yep. Y'all want to start with the movies or the championships? I say the championships. Let's start championships. with the championships. All right, wait, we're gonna talk, they were both whack as folk. Sorry, we're going to talk more about the matches than they actually took. The yes. Wrestle. Absolutely. Uh, we'll start off with the wackest one. Braun Strowman versus fucking Goldberg. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I thought we they did. were both just as whack. We didn't talk about uh, we didn't talk about the um the, the female five way the women's oh, five way. Who cares? It, it didn't matter. It doesn't guys, matter. Guys, I just want to talk about what Lacey Evans. <laughs> no, I, I know you want to talk about Lacey Evans. Oh, you want to talk about Bailey trying to be mean and yeah, not? Dude. I want to no, right. So yeah, there there was that one moment when when she was trying to shit talk Naomi. But she ended up giving her a compliment instead. Exactly. She's like, like she, she was trying to run. She's like, what? You got, you like, you better run, you you dance machine. And I was like, exactly. Wow. I was like, wow. Okay, so we're just complimenting her dancing ability. Okay, all right, sure. It was, and the thing is, it was so weirdly endearing because it's like, <laughs> it's like she's trying to be this badass heel, but she's still you, like, you good dancer, you. Exactly. <laughs> But you know what? Did we get out of your system, James? No, I actually wonder, real quick, I, I thought it was actually a pretty decent five-way, and I, I actually thought the ending was sub, kind of surprising. I was. I didn't expect I didn't expect it to end like that. 
Um, but I mean, I guess the the best assumption is that Sasha Banks is going to go after the title now because you know Bailey owes her one. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, let's talk about Goldberg. All right, let's talk about this horse horse show. Fucking spear, 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 power slam, power slam, power slam, power Dude, slam. Like seriously, like what in the actual fuck? I mean, like, and then you go to today. And do it again. Drew do McIntyre, the same, thing. The same fucking matches yesterday. Exact, exact same thing. Which is Go fucking ahead. sad because I get it for Goldberg. I get forgive it a little bit with Goldberg and fucking Braun because Braun isn't, you know, he's not, you know, he's not the best worker, but he's a serviceable worker for a guy his size. He can move, but he would have to carry old man Oldberg. And he's never been great. So you got two kind of big dudes that aren't like the crispest dudes on earth. So that's mm-hmm. fine. Hurry that up, finish it up, because I don't give a shit either way. But then with Brock and that one made no sense because you have two dudes who can go, two athletic big guys who can really do their thing. We've seen a thousand of these fucking false or like these 400 finishing move matches. Right. And I that so I kind of went in going like, well, I know they're not going to do that again. And they did it again. Absolutely. <laughs> It was the worst. I was very disappointed in these matches. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, I honestly thought Brock was going to win just because Drew fucking fucked himself on this one. I I don't think there's, there's a way he can be like top dog now, especially with everything's going on. And we don't know when it's actually going to be finished uh, as far as when we actually have uh, audience member, uh, you know, the the fans back in the audience. Uh, But yeah, no, very, very poorly written. It's exact same match, so I give it like a fucking D, and if not an F. I don't know if you're Paul Heyman. Do you say like you just got like you just got so lucky? Uh, you caught Brock on the bad day. We want a rematch, or does Brock just like drop out for a couple months, and then you just have Drew kind of? He's the champ. He's the hoss now. I don't know. I mean. At this point, it seems like they're just going to put a stop on it as far as I don't think we're going to have a Raw or – I mean, we'll find out tomorrow, you know, what they do. You know what? They were actually really smart. So I don't know if you saw that 24 or that um, – I don't know what it was. It was a 24. But it was a whole package with uh, – they played it before WrestleMania with uh, Drew, uh, basically yeah. saying, like, you know, how – you know, he's basically cursed because all these shit goes wrong and about how he is sad that, you know, he's going in his big WrestleMania moment with other audience. I think when they finally do, they finally do show up to their first live event after however many months, uh, I think I think Drew gets the biggest fucking pop in wrestling history. I honestly think at this point, because of everything and the, how fans, especially fans alone, will want that release, that cathartic release of like that big, you know, return to, to you know, you know, audience participation and wrestling whatever um i think i think it could be a huge thing i actually think it could be huge for his career see if they don't if they don't do that for him though and and they just put him back after that match he's get, he's gonna get booed because that it just like I, I agree with you in that goldberg and braun that's that's all it could have been right that's that's yeah. it that's the extent that it could have right. been but mcintyre and lesnar could have put on a fucking 30-minute, 45-minute classic. And they were like, nah, we'll just do four moves each and call it a day. Do you save it for, like, an audience, though? I, I, I don't think point? it matters. I don't think it matters because either way, if you do this for so many title matches, 
you're going to put it in the fans' minds that the title matches don't matter. Well, what I'm saying is, like, say, like, they saved like, the real match, like, for Brock's, uh, Brock's um, rematch clause, <clears throat> and then you do There's it at no some rematch time. clause. How do you know? They, they pulled it out. They said so. Oh, well, that's horseshit. All right, no, never mind. Yeah, they did that like when the, when the last thing when the, when the last uh, 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 superstar shakeup fucking thing happened. But yeah, the the, the whole thing is that it, it it doesn't matter if they don't have a crowd or not because they've been doing this since before the quarantine. They they've been making the title matches. Each guy gets three finishers in, and that's it. And so it's it's setting in my mind that the big title matches are the ones that I'm going to be the least interested in because they take the least amount of time, nothing exciting happens, and then it's over. It's like well, it feels like they're just getting it out of the way. Well, I don't I wouldn't say I think that's big time matches when you have either Goldberg or Brock Lesnar involved. Goldberg cuz he can't work and Lesnar cuz he wants to get the fuck out of there. Um <laughs> I mean literally like I mean I don't it, well, and, 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 and I don't and I don't think fucking audiences hold that would ever hold Drew accountable for that bullshit. If anything, like you said, I think, you know, audiences are at this point are so aware of what's going on. The audience today are so smart about all that booking and backstage shit. And like they know, like, you know, given most of these wrestlers, if it was up to them, they'd have a fucking, you know, an Undertaker Shawn Michaels match, a fucking long drawn out back and forth you know, barn burner of a match. Like, you know, nobody's going to say like that Drew Galloway sure didn't want to put the work in the night. Like that's just, that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll so. give you an example though. Look at rock versus Cena both times. Both of those were finisher spot fests and mm-hmm. people hated Cena for years, but Cena is obviously one of the best they've ever had. Not a finisher spot fest. It was the first off. I, I disagree. I, th- yeah, I think the first rock, the first Rock Cena match is beloved. People really yeah. liked the first one. It's a good match. It's, it's the second so. one that people felt was like unnecessary okay. and, and mailed in. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, you know, I'm. I, I honestly thought even before all of this that Drew was probably the only person on the roster who had a believable chance of actually, you know, beating Lesnar. Um, and again, like he's a big dude. You know, he used to be kind of lean, but looking at I was watching, you know, in one of those uh, the documentaries they were showing, they, they just showed them like a face to face and Drew looked like he was curved out of stone. I was like, dude, he's a big boy, man. Like, you know, boy. he's a big boy. But anyways, anyways. So, but yeah, I definitely of the two, which was a better match, which is like how you I mean, it's almost impossible. So, but yeah. <laughs> I, think the Gold, I think the Goldberg uh, and and um, and uh, big, uh, Braun was sloppy. So at least the other one felt like tight. So I'll give it to of the two. I would say the obviously the Lesnar and and Drew match was better. Yeah. I do have to ask this though. I have to ask this. Goldberg couldn't hit the jackhammer. Were they trying to protect the jackhammer? Were they yeah. like, don't give him the jackhammer because then he'll have to kick out of it and you'll never be able to use the jackhammer. Again. It's 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 a combination of both. It's don't give him the jackhammer because the jackhammer means Goldberg wins, and also. Don't give him the jackhammer because, please, God, don't even try it. Well, first off, he almost broke his his neck doing it to Bray. Uh, so, Bray's I mean, a chunker. Oh, and Braun Strowman's a little guy? Like he, He's slim. He's a slim boy. Oh, he's slimmed he's, up. But, anyways. It's but, like uh, if you just stretched Bray, if you just stretched him taller, that's Braun. 
I was and I was thinking about this yesterday. You know who has had the best match with Goldberg? I think pound for pound, Hogan. And I think that just goes back like Hogan in '98 at Nitro when Goldberg wins his first uh, World Championship belt. Uh, and wrong. DDP. DDP. Asshole. I don't care what you say about him. That was Goldberg's best match. No, it was. It's Hogan. No, it's not. No. Incorrect. That's- Incorrect. Wrong. Voted off the island. How do you kick yeah, somebody off a have Skype a good, call? Have a great actually, night, sir. Actually, I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you legitimately what Goldberg's best match was. It was fucking Steven Regal. <laughs> Steven I Regal. watched that shit all the time. The shit Did you really is really call him Steven. It was when he was he was Steven Regal when he was in fucking yeah. uh, uh Steven. It was Lord Steven Regal. And what ha- what really happened was that fucking uh, Goldberg forgot the spots. Goldberg sucks. Anyways, let's get out. Move. Sucks <laughs> dick, dude. Fuck yeah. Anyway. Oh, poor Goldberg. I want shut to come up, back. Adam. You don't even like, da- like da- DDP. Well, I don't. Shut up. I like shut Goldberg. Shut, no, shut up. Shut up. I like both of them. Go back to What the Blitz. <laughs> Take it a Blitz. <laughs> which you can find on Spotify. <laughs> All right, so the last two matches, obviously, we're going to talk about was the uh, Undertaker and AJ Styles. Still want to call it AJ Lee uh, for whatever reason. Uh, versus, and then of course uh, we had the Cena versus the Fiend match. Um, out of the two, yes, Tanner, uh, the Cena and the fucking Fiend match was by far better than the Taker AJ Styles. Okay, well, is that a question? No, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Cause I know, like we had a we had a pretty good argument this morning. Like at what was it, seven o'clock in the morning? We were fucking arguing about it was this early. I was yeah. ready, man. And I, I was, was fucking cranky. I was like, why? <laughs> I was fuming. I'm gonna con- I'm gonna contend. I'm gonna actually argue against that, but solely because whatever that be shit was. No, because whatever that fun, the funhouse thing was, as interesting and as as original and as like unique. I, it, that wasn't a match. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't a match. <laughs> At least well, fucking AJ and Taker fought, but um, yeah, one. I all right, the, one of them had a count. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's all it had, and also it had. That's Bray, all the wrestling match has. That's all the, but it also had Bray doing the count while Bray was pinning him. Anyways, um, I thought both were enjoyable for two different reasons. I actually thought this is what I wanted them to do. Uh, they made with the Undertaker AJ. It was like a mini movie. Um, yes. You know, people online. Did, did I think it was great? No. Did I think it was enjoyable? Yes. Uh, people online are fucking loving it. Yes. Um, the re- the response has been nothing but almost positive for it. Um, so say about that. And with the fucking other one, do you know what I can I talk? I'm sorry. I know I'm talking a lot. Uh, that's how I whoa, do. Whoa. What so, else is new? Shut up, bitch. Anyways. Um. Uh. So. I, I noticed when when Cena was doing his promos, he kept saying, like, using all these terms, like he's overrated, he's you know he's overprivileged, and I was like, that's really weird. Like, those are not things I would say used to describe Bray in any of his characters. And I kept noticing how it was weird that they kept Cena kept hitting those that those talking points in his promos, and then the fa- how they wrapped kind of wrapped up at the end, where they almost were using Cena's words against himself. Yeah, that he. I thought that was fucking genius and really smart. So I was like, 
I thought it was super fun. I thought all the weird inside shit, the Saturday Night's Main event, and the I I, I loved it all. I, I mean, it was weird as shit, and it's not a match, and I don't know how they're ever going to be able to like reference it again. But I, I thought it was really fun. See, this was my problem with AJ and Undertaker. I feel like if I was flipping channels, and I came on that, I would be I like, totally oh, watch, I'd totally watch it. I would not. I'd be like, oh, all right. I just accidentally stumbled upon like Law and Order, uh, Graveyard, binge it all the times, and and I and I was just like, like nothing about this resembles what I watched WrestleMania for, or what I watched WWE for, or anything. And so the the, the whole thing it was just like, all right, so they're they're just gonna sit there and punch each other, and then turn around and punch another guy. And then turn around and punch another guy, and then fall down in the dirt, and then get up, and then punch him. It, it's just I don't know. It, it felt like it felt like a, a fight scene that I would film in eighth grade. Can I? And then no. Wait. No, no you can't. Wait. <laughs> wait. And then you you had uh, pe- people are going ape shit over over the shot of AJ's hand sticking out of the, of the like quarter filled grave yeah but but it was very clearly like aj's arm was like like aj was looking over not covered out of the shot be like hey does it look good does it look like i'm buried does it look does it i got my glove out of the does it look like i'm buried right now it, it's just like none of it none of it what is happening adam what are you doing are you are you are you taking a shit in a cat litter box and cleaning up the litter what are you doing <laughs> Oh, I'm cleaning up my uh, my screen. Knock it off! Oh my god! <laughs> Sounds like you're fucking combing your microphone. <laughs> this thing but, works. Okay, so wow. so you you had you had that mess, and everybody's like, oh, it's just like Lucha Underground, and like that that just tells me right away that you never watched Lucha Underground because Lucha Underground never ever ever looked like that in any capacity. Yes, it did. It was always did. in a ring. Every single time they wrestled, no, it, wasn't. it was in a ring. Yes, it was. No, they had what? Are you? Did you Name ever watch a match that they had like, that wasn't in a ring? Name a match that they had that wasn't in a ring. Well, I'm not saying matches, no, but they had a match. They had tons of backstage fights, backstage segments, backstage like, segments. They had a backstage but, segment. But, but, but was not, Undertaker versus HJ a backstage segment? But it looked the same. It was filmed like a movie or TV show, is what I'm saying. And it was presented. As the main event, as the thing that you want to watch Look, the most, not as the thing he, that leads up Tanner, to a match here's that actually has the, the importance of a match in a wrestling ring where James, things go. Matter. James, go. So here's the two things you're, I think you're forgetting. Number one, I guarantee you 95% that ma- 95% of the reason that match even exists is because they, they could work with Taker with it. They could fucking do – it wasn't a wrestling match, so – Taker wasn't having to fucking do suicide dives and do these crazy spots and really have to have like a competitive looking match. It could be a weird brawl with weird spots. Um, so I thought it was the best way that you could do Taker kicking ass, being a fighter without it being an actual competitive wrestling match. So that's number one. That's number a, th- actually a negative to me, but go ahead. Why is that negative? Because it proves that he's too old to be doing this anymore. I agree, but you it know what? It makes it 100% obvious that this is the only capacity in which he can perform, and it no. sucks. If Corona no. wasn't a thing, they would have had a wrestling match, and it might have been decent. It, it, it might have been decent. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't want Undertaker to wrestle anymore. Do you know my big, why I'm most 
frustrated about this, though, is that if there was ever a time that we could have finally gotten Sting and Undertaker in a something together, it would have been this night. It could have been Sting and Undertaker, whose both their gimmicks would have worked perfectly in this kind of thing. It could have been silly and over the top with the fucking dudes in the robes. And you get these two old men who fucking are going to break their back, you know, combing their fucking hair. And instead, we got one of the best in-ring workers performers that, that the no, world has ever that's seen. My, yeah, that's one. That's my, own, that's my only reason I'm frustrated is because AJ. I feel like your Skype is having a seizure right now. What's up? What'd you say? I feel like your Skype is having a seizure. He's like. Bruh, bruh, bruh. I think what that's all you, my dude. Yeah, it's that's you, Adam. Me. That's super clear. Damn. I think you got to comb your microphone more. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, what if they're setting up for a tag team, the Phenomenal Phenoms, you know? I'll yeah. turn it off. I don't want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> no, it, what, what they're going to be setting up is a detective cop show <laughs> where, where they wander around graveyards. And they're like, ugh. Are this, watch that a, or big, wait, wait, some, wait. Are you going to watch that or Big Show show? No, that's my answer. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to watch that or Big Show show. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, you know you're the father, right? Sometimes you forget. Oh, Yikes, God. That was bad. It's the worst. It's the worst, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm not going to watch it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, let's move over to the last thing. I mean, Cena and um and and, uh, and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. The flashbacks were really cool. Yeah. The nods, awesome. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I mean, I think. I mean, Tanner, did you enjoy that one? I really did. I I really did. I I mentioned to Adam that it it just felt like like the whole cadence of all the sequences and how everything blended together felt like an actual nightmare. Like yeah. you went from something that was goofy and kind of strange and funny immediately to something that's like, wait, this is wrong. This shouldn't be happening kind of kind of event of things. So it, it, it genuinely felt like it progressed like a nightmare did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, some of the, the things were a little strange like <laughs> some of the things some, well, no so i i get what he was going for and was like going like he's 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 expressing john's like greatest failures and stuff mm-hmm. and and going back to the thugonomics thing and john like genuinely gave a great promo when yep. he was stuck in rhyme language yep. that was great um also i i, I don't know when it, when everyone's going to be listening to this but for you guys that are here with me right now if you look at john cena's instagram right now it is entirely taken over by Bray Wyatt. It's all photos of Bray Wyatt transitioning into the Fiend, so that's pretty cool. I th- I think that's pretty sweet. But but, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was oh, interesting. Oh. I thought that we it was it was really an insight. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I thought it was. It starts off with great... Harris from Nexus. Yeah, making the whole transition into Bray Wyatt and and the 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 Wyatt family into. The Fiend and the Firefly Funhouse. It's great, but that's crazy. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed um all all of the like I felt like this quote unquote match. It wasn't a match. Um, I felt like this was a great insight into like what could have happened with John Cena. Like <laughs> it's it's the dumbest thing that wait, I've ever wait, seen. Hold on. 
But the no, photo so, with John where he's got the NWO title and the NWO hat and the NWO T-shirt, it's stupid. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, that would be great. Yeah. I'm just laughing, I'm just laughing at the Samoa Joe Exotic. That was... <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I enjoyed that one, too. That's on John Cena's Instagram. Yep. It's too fitting. So um, let me ask a question. So, uh, I mean, it's like I said, it's it's so weird and so unprecedented. It's like it's like where do you think they go from here with with that thing? Do you think I that, hope they never do this again? I'm kind of the same thing. I think a one time yeah. thing is yeah. It was great. I, I say that I say that in a good way. It with, yes. with AJ and Undertaker, I. I God, I hope they never do that again. But with with Cena and and hey, are Ray, you just mad because they used like a Saint Anger song at the end? What the Saint thing? Anger? It was the new album. Uh, it was the new album, which is oh. not as bad, but not also good. But but yes, I was the the the, the bad Metallica song was icing on the cake. It <laughs> it was it was like taking taking a fucking brown icing on a pile of shit and be like, look how delicious this is. Look, it's so mm-hmm. good. And then yep. he throws his fist up and, and the flames come out and there's a fart sound. And yeah, it's just, you know, you know, the, after, when, they, when they showed uh, the promo <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> that was the most random thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James, go. <laughs> no, I was just going to say like, now, like when I see fucking undertaker and his fucking, don't tread on me hat. I'm like, yeah, he probably thinks that Undertaker or that fucking uh, Metallica song is real rockin'. He probably thinks that <laughs> he that thinks Kid shit. Rock is rockin'. He I know. thinks Limp Biscuit is rockin'. I, oh, he's, God. He's a corny ass old man. I hate him. Old ass man. Adam, your thoughts on those matches? Uh, the Undertaker one I thought was okay, but then again, I felt like a hypocrite because I always kind of champion like weird out of the box stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, like the final deletion, I'm like, well, this is really cool. I wish wrestling could do some more stuff like this. And I felt like this was the the child of like the final deletion. Right. Yeah. This is definitely. what happens when wrestling has a couple of weeks or maybe a week just to be in post and put something together. Uh, will we see anything like this again? Probably not because everything's on a week to week basis, like a regular cadence of like week to week. So you don't have the time to go out and shoot these segments uh, like you like you could. Uh, I was really hoping, too, that when the ball fell down that you would see, like, Bullet Club members, and I thought that would be cool, <laughs> instead of just, like, shrouded figures. I thought, at least if it was, like, Undisputed Era and, and Finn Balor, you'd be like, oh, we could all, like, nudge each other, and then Taker just, like, wallops all of them. Uh, but overall, it was okay. I mean, him doing the... At first, I kind of groaned when he did the teleportation from under the. But then I'm like, I was okay with Matt Hardy teleporting, so then I can't, I can't. Yeah, say and shit. that and fuck that because that uh, the Undertaker teleportation was way cooler than the fucking the the dumbass obvious edit bullshit of the Matt Hardy. Hardy. The Matt Hardy one. With fucking Chris Jericho's hair is insane. Hair is just like moving. <laughs> His fucking shoulders in a different spot. Like goddamn. But yeah. it was it was it was fine. Like, and I I think just feel that AJ, you know, obviously he's best in the ring. So I kind of wish if they ever did something in the ring, AJ would just kind of bump around and kind of lead the match. I think it would make something cool, interesting happen. But all in all, it was cool. Uh, the Fiend, John Cena. I feel like there was a lot of in jokes at Hogan's expense. Like they just kept doing like Saturday Night's Main Event, and uh, Bray was were. talking like Hogan, and then John Cena's Hollywood I mean, Hogan. Funny. 
Yeah, but it was basically saying like John Cena was this era's Hogan. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things you could. I mean, again, that's why it was so interesting. I do think there's a lot of in jokes. I think there's a lot of crazy shit that maybe, you know, might take multiple viewings to sort of really kind of grasp or or sort of uncover. But, uh, well, at the end of the day. It is easy. I will take the that Bray Wyatt segment over another like Baron Corbin Elias match. You know what I mean? Like, give me that. Do something different, especially right oh, for now. For sure, for sure. Uh, uh, wow. Well, definitely, definitely believe that this was a, a much. And this is going out on a limb here, uh, but I, I feel strongly that this WrestleMania was better than last year's WrestleMania for sure. Um, I'm being blinded by a light, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> exactly. What the fuck, dude? Anyway, <laughs> I'm so weird. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, definitely, definitely a, a better WrestleMania than last year. I just gotta say. Uh, and wait, give me, what? give me a second. I, I do not remain remember a single matchup from WrestleMania 35. Not I do. Single. Don't don't anyone tell me. I just want to put it out there that right now. If you ask me, I cannot name a single match from WrestleMania. Didn't Kofi win the belt at 35? I was gonna say you. Yes, you can, because like. Oh, he I did. Can. That's okay. All right. Wait, Kofi what was, won. What was the What was the WrestleMania where he almost cried because he thought CM Punk was coming back? This one? I don't. I don't know. It was like two years ago. Remember? You're like. You're like. Shut up. Shut up and like a Oh, it's because Cena came out. It was oh, yeah. Cena was like, I'm gonna do a Chicago thing, even though I'm from Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cena was wearing a Yankee shirt today. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is kind of weird. Heel. Yeah. But anyway, guys, uh, I mean, that was WrestleMania in a nutshell. Uh, in this past hour, I think we, I think it, we can say uh, again, it's gonna be one of the most interesting WrestleManias that we ever see again for a while. Uh, what's to hold for the future for, for wrestling as a whole? We don't know. Uh, I guess we'll find out more tomorrow and as the weeks progress. Uh, any last remarks before we end this show today? I, I would say that wrestling survives on rewatchability. Uh, you know, being able to pick out an old WrestleMania or an old Wrestle Kingdom or an old NWA match and watch it again you know, 20, 30 years later mm-hmm. down the line. I don't think there's really anything from this WrestleMania that I would ever have the designer desire to watch again. I just watched those two segments, the Taker and, uh, and, uh, Cena segments are great to me. I think um, I'd watch like a clip, but that's about it. I don't think I would go on the network and pick out those matches and watch them again. I gotcha. Uh, Adam, I think that, uh, honestly, even if it was kind of an underwhelming match, I thought it was still good. The Last Man Standing, I think, is going to be a great um, library. So, like, they're just going to cut it up and then just re-show it for weeks and weeks. And, like, look what Edge still has in the tank. And look how vicious Randy Orton can be. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's almost like a big highlight reel that you're just going to keep showing for every promo, every lead into to matches in the future. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited to see what happens. I didn't, you know... I didn't know what was going to happen coming into WrestleMania. I feel satisfied. Uh, and it, it kind of gets me excited to see, okay, so what's going to happen tomorrow, which yeah. typically sh- a good WrestleMania should do that. Absolutely. Timothy. 
I think it'll go down. History is obviously one of the most unique WrestleManias and obviously one of the most insane times in global history, modern history, um, any kind of post-war kind of history. Um, I think it's I think I what I'll take away from it is I wonder what WrestleMania would have felt like if it was the exact same card with the exact same matches with the exact same moves and everything. If it had been in front of a live audience and stu- in front of 80,000 people, um, would we, would we be talking about it differently? But, um, it's, it's going to be like a fucking, an oddity in the library in WWE's library of WrestleManias. And I think for that reason alone, it might be something I revisit at some point in the future, but, uh, yeah, interesting. Awesome. Awesome. Well, great sentiments, guys. I want to thank you uh, for taking this last hour to talk to me about, god dang it, freaking Tanner. We're always trying to, let's see what he sent us this time. Ignore it. Ignore it. Okay, fine, I will. Is, All right, is, well. Is, 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 uh, is Tanner trying to fuck on you again? Yeah, somebody's uh, trying to I'm fuck me. on me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely, definitely something for the the record books, and it's going to be an interesting time. I want to have the same conversation next year and revisit this and see what a big difference a year makes um, from what, what everything that's going on. Uh, of course, just a quick shout out to if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to Adam Danger Productions. If I'm saying oh, that right, thank you. Sure, uh, you know, it has a, a show called What the Blitz um, and some other shows. What are they called, Adam? Uh, Take it a blitz and Take not a so blitz. high fidelity. Not so high fidelity. Gotcha. Good show names. Good show names. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, follow follow him on Spotify. Um, yeah, don't forget to follow us on Spotify as well on iTunes. Leave us a five star review. Let us know what you think. All all podcast streaming platforms actually. And then you know, ladies and gentlemen, be safe out there. You know, definitely. I, I say it every every fucking podcast, but. Interesting times that we're living in. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> wash your ass. You know. And who just uh, huh? Who just coughed? Who just coughed here? <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> I got the wrong. Oh yeah. This is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens. Corona. <laughs> But all right. Hey, guys, thank you again for listening to the Stable of Studs podcast. Uh, if you like horror movies, don't forget to check out Texas Podcast Massacre. Movies in general, we go going commando. If you're looking for that love advice, don't forget about the relationship show. I'm Tank Rodriguez. And for Jimothy James Dean, Adam Freaking Danger, Tanner Treadway, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Peace out, guys. And remember, suck a dude.